podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. Fantastic to have you with us again um, as we are on our last leg, if you like, of the Christmas journey. Uh, This is the last Sunday before Christmas. Um, Hopefully you're all ready and prepared. I know there's a world of change happened just even overnight, uh, but we are expectant. We're looking forward uh, to be able to continue in our celebration as we remember, as we give thanks for the birth of our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. We've arrived, as I say, at this last Sunday before Christmas, only four days left. Um, so if you haven't done your shopping, now is the time to panic. Um, it really is the time to panic. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're going to look forward to enjoying that special day together, to share gifts and to remember all that God has done for us with that perfect gift in his son, the Lord Jesus. It's a great time of year. And as the church, we celebrate and we give thanks. And it is really a wonderful time of year. Jesus, too, in the moments that we've seen over these past weeks, in the moments now that we're going to see today, Jesus, too, received gifts He received gifts from some travelling stargazers. Our Christmas journey has got us to this point from Nazareth, if you remember, to Bethlehem, from an angel telling of a miracle that was going to happen to a baby boy now born and placed in a manger, in an animal trough, in a stable, in an animal shelter in the town of Bethlehem. You'll remember too that the shepherds were first to get the news. They heard from the angels that the Messiah, that the Saviour had been born. And they found him, as the angels said, wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. No surprise as they were in the animal stall that poor old Joseph was in the doghouse. Remember, he forgot to book somewhere. And the story then continues on from here. Remember the scene. Jesus is born. Mary has wrapped Jesus in cloths, placed him in the manger. And they both then, as we saw, must have thought to themselves, what have we done wrong? Have we got something wrong? Are we missing something? And you remember the shepherds allayed those fears as God spoke to them and said, go and you'll find this baby. And amazingly, in these moments where Mary and Joseph must have thought something's not quite right. There's no room. We're in an animal shelter. Mary's thinking, I've had to place my baby in uh, an animal trough. It's seemingly a disaster. But the shepherds came along. They declared the truth that the angels had said to them. We've come to see the saviour that's been born. The angels have just told us that he is the Messiah, the Lord. And you see that in Luke chapter 2 and verse 11. And then, well, the stable goes quiet. The shepherds leave and eventually too so do Mary and Joseph. 
and of course, baby Jesus. So the question then remains, what about these wise men? What about the Magi, the star gazers? Well, they're busy travelling. Something I guess we are all pretty used to over the Christmas period. We do lots of travelling around the Christmas period. This year is going to be different in so many ways. But hope will have got these wise men on their way and hope will have kept them going. And hope can do the same for us today, church, can't it? Hope can do the same for us today. If you want to see about these Magi, these wise men from the East, then we have to look to Matthew chapter 2 and verse 1 through 12 to get the account. So I'm going to read again, as always, from the NIV. And here it gives us just what happened in these moments. It says, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, the time came uh, during the time sorry, of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this was what the, uh, what the prophet was, uh, was written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be shepherd, who will shepherd my people Israel. Obviously, I've forgotten how to read. Don't panic. You can see it on screen. If not, make sure you've got a Bible in front of you. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me that I too may go and worship him. Not so sure that was really his intention. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. And as always, we pray the Lord would just bless the reading of his word. Let's just pray before we dig in. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for the opportunity that we've got to look into your word. Father, we thank you that we've been able to read it together. And we just pray, Lord, that you would just bless us, that you would just encourage us, that we'd see something today that perhaps we haven't seen before. That, Father, you would just help us to see that hope that we have in and through our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. So just bless us now as we look together. Speak through me, Lord. Speak through your word, we ask. All of these things we bring before you in the name of our precious Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So here then, these Magi have travelled a great distance to come and see this new king that's been born. Straight away, we can see that the timelines, of course, don't marry with the stable scene. And I mentioned that last week, um, and I'm sure a lot of you know. But we've come so used to seeing this stable scene set 
with Mary and Joseph and the manger and the animals all around, the shepherds over here, the wise men over here, that normally three of them as well. Yet the Bible doesn't say there's three of them. There could have been a lot of them, but there were three gifts, the gold, the frankincense and the myrrh. And the truth be told, when we look at verse 1, that after Jesus was born, and of course verse 11, on coming to the house, remember it was the stables, they couldn't possibly have come to the same place, and we see then that the time scales are different. And it could have been anything from a few months up to, up to 12, 24 months. It could have been a long time. There followed a star. It was thought that a new star meant a new king in that particular land. And these magi were stargazers. They were studying the night sky. Once the star had appeared, they obviously then went looking to try and find out where this star could possibly be pointing to. And they were drawn to the scriptures and to an Old Testament prophecy that we see in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2. And again, if you've got your Bibles with you, turn to it. If not, it will be on the screen. It says, but you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. So as the wise men will have seen the star, they would have been drawn to the scriptures. They will have seen this prophecy and would have thought, OK, the direction then that the star is, the, the direction that the scriptures are pointing to, that we need to go to Bethlehem in Judea. That's where we need to be. Do you know, there's been speculation for generations as to what this star could possibly have been. In fact, this year, on the 21st of December, there's a particular phenomenon that's actually called the Star of David. Because what happens is Saturn and Jupiter are going to line up in such a way that they're going to look like a bright, brand new star. And it creates something in that moment that isn't seen from several generations to the next. It, it, it's a long time before these two will line back up again, even from this point. I like the fact that because we are human, we're inquisitive. We have to try and find something to fit what's happening here. Um, and, and I don't mind that because I like the fact that people are looking to Jesus. People are looking to this star of David and are going, well, that's got to be the star. That's got to be what the Bible's talking about. I like the fact that people are talking about the Bible. I like the fact that people are trying to find answers to what's going off here. It's right, though, to probably think that in these moments that this star is very particular, that it's a miracle, in essence, pointing the way to a miracle. Because we can see that the star is moving, that it's guiding uh, these wise men, it's leading them, and it actually stops over the house where Mary and Jesus are. It comes to rest as the word says, over the house. We have a look back in Matthew chapter 2 um, and verse 9 and then part all the way to part of verse 11. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary. So we have to perhaps appreciate that there's a miracle happening here. But nevertheless, I'm going to have a look 
on the 21st and hopefully um, can see the star and be excited it's tomorrow, isn't it? Um, and have a look and see. And, and just the wonder and amazement as we think about this Christmas time, about this, um, about this wonder and this miracle that we have in our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. The wise men, they bring gifts for Jesus. They bring gold, frankincense and myrrh. They present them to him and the word records for us that they worship him. Isn't that amazing that they've travelled all that distance? Can you imagine the scene? You know, what Mary must be thinking. I sometimes like, well, you're the same because we're all human. You worry about, oh, are the cushions plumped, you know? Uh, have the windowsills had a wipe down? There's some guests coming. You know, I don't think for a second that Mary was worried about any of that. And it's good to worry about those things sometimes to make sure that everything's right. But nevertheless, in these moments, all she would just be thinking about is how incredible is this? That, that she is getting to see firsthand the very Messiah worshipped by these, uh, these wise men that have travelled huge distances to get to see him. It's amazing, isn't it? And in the moment then, you might just think, wow, what on earth is going off? This is incredible. And as the, the Magi get there, they worship him. They, they open up their treasures. They present their gifts to him. You can see straight away, can't you, that they're not disappointed with the house that the star has stopped over. They're not disappointed by the fact that this child isn't in a royal palace. They're not disappointed or being put off by any of what's around them. But rather, they are absolutely thinking to themselves that this was worth the trip, that this Messiah this new king, this saviour, was worth the trip. The star has led us here and now we are seeing the saviour in the flesh. These wise men set out with hope and we've already said that hope would have kept them on their journey. Finding this new king, they clearly weren't disappointed. As we've said, it was worth the trip. We can see the stable scene now, can't we, at this time of year. We can even see, perhaps, even in these bleak moments we find ourselves in at the moment, we can see a glimmer of hope that we perhaps thought had long passed. Friends, this Christmas time, there is real hope. It's on offer for you right now. Shepherds sought out this good news. Shepherds sought out this Messiah. Also, wise men. So we go from, I guess, society-wise, the, the bottom of the food chain to the top of the food chain. And we see then that the wise men sought him out too. And we can see then that if we have a desire to find this hope, then this hope is available to you and to me. We have the opportunity to search this hope out. What about you today? Are you looking for real hope? Because I have the joy of being able to speak to you, but also to tell you this, 
that hope has a name and his name is Jesus. And this Christmas time, we can see that we have been given this wonderful gift in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in John 3.16 that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. We have been given this wonderful gift in Jesus Christ. And you have the opportunity today to find real hope. What we have to do is look and when we look, we will see that he is the perfect gift, the perfect gift for all humanity. But we have to look. And I'd encourage you during this Christmas time to look. And if you don't have a Bible and you like a Bible, then get in contact with us. And we'd be more than happy to send you a Bible. God will make a way in order for that to happen. So if you want a Bible, let us know so that you can look, you can see. You don't just have to take my word for it on a Sunday evening. Go look for yourself and go find. And I am sure and I'm certain that if you look with all your heart, if you look into the word, you will find the hope that you so desire, the hope that we have been given. Jesus said in Matthew 7 and verse 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. My challenge to you over these coming days is to search him out. He is worth the journey. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you that we have just been able to worship. Father, that we've been able to look into your word today and Lord, I just pray that at this Christmas time, Father, different this year more than any other, we just ask that you would strengthen us, that you would help us, that you would just be with us. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes fixed on you, to know that we have a hope that is steadfast and sure. And I pray, Lord, that if there's anybody today watching that doesn't yet know you as Lord and Saviour, that, Lord, that they would look and they would seek and they would find. And, Lord, I pray that you would just help us be with us, encourage us, bless us, we pray. And we thank you again for the wonderful gift of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, bless us, we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.